Welcome back to About Last Night. I'm your host, Anna Wiest, an advocate for justice, with Francis Scarcella, reporter for The Daily Item. This episode discusses sexual abuse, murder, and violent crimes. If these topics could be triggering for you, please listen with caution. Unfortunately, the audio I was trying to get for this week's episode wasn't accessible. So today, we are digging into the social history of Miranda Barber, her childhood, her trauma, and what led her to the choices she made in 2013 when she stabbed Troy LaFerrara more than 20 times. On the morning of November 12, 2013, a body was found on an alley in Sunbury, Pennsylvania. Later identified as Troy LaFerrera, the victim of a gruesome murder had been stabbed more than 20 times. Sunbury police spent weeks investigating the crime before arresting 18-year-old Miranda Barber, followed by her husband, Elliot, just a few days later. With ties to Satanism, and their self-described desire to just kill someone together, the couple was soon recognized nationwide as the Craigslist killers. So Miranda's social history wasn't something that she talked a lot about anyways in your interview that we played clips of two weeks ago. So how did you learn about like Miranda's childhood and her experiences before the murder. So you, you actually uh, were able to play one of the videos, uh, or I mean, one of the audios anyway from an interview, but there was a several other interviews done uh, after that. And uh, during that period of time, Miranda had, had uh, given me many documents uh, to, you know, to show what her life was like. And one of those included a, a history of her, of her life basically from a child all the way through and it was very disturbing to read uh most of the stuff that was in there it was it was actually kind of just sad uh i mean it obviously proved the point that for in order for her to succeed it would have taken a group effort to make that happen and it's and apparently that didn't happen miranda barber was born in oregon on december 14th 1994 To give you an idea of how Miranda grew up, she was part of a military family. Her father made the military his career. This shaped a lot of the aspects of Miranda's younger years. She and her family moved frequently, and her father was often located elsewhere. So as you can see, as you're going through it, there was years of sexual abuse. Uh, Her uncle was convicted. Uh, she just, she just obviously was not in a, in a, mental mental illness is certainly something that the country uh, needs to focus on uh, to avoid uh, some kind of situations like this. Would that have been, is that the answer? No, but but there has to be a, a discussion has to get started and it has to become a serious discussion. And I know that people have been talking about it for many many years, but it just seems like it always stalls and mental illness is definitely something that needs to be addressed in this country in, in a major way and the reform needs to be done on it i would uh, say I would, I would add to that about the child abuse because obviously her mental illness 
most likely stemmed from that sexual abuse that she experienced at such a young age. Well, well, yeah, it's PTSD. I mean, you just, there's things that, you know, that will stick into your mind uh, over that. And obviously, you know, we both know people that have uh, issues with that as well. So there's things that will stick in your mind. Does it all cases lead to this horrific situation? No, obviously it does not. <laughs> but people don't have normal lives and, and they live in that, in a, in a stuck in a horrific situation that they can't get out of. And, and when you close your eyes at night, that they seem to just always appear. And I, uh, you know, you can, you can medicate, but it doesn't solve. So there, there's, there's a, a, what the answer is. I don't know. I don't have that answer. I don't think anybody has the actual answer of how, how to fix those things. But when you go through the uh, Miranda's uh, just the, the social history of it, you can see she, it's not like she had several close friends. It's not like she had a great, high school career it's not like she you know <clears throat> grew up in, in a in a terrific environment she's a product of a of a military uh family who were or her dad had moved around and, and she was on different bases here and there and it just it just was something that that you know with all of that said and then you add on the the actual trauma uh, I mean, there's just, it's a common, it's a recipe for disaster and, and, and it worked to, to, to perfection for the disaster part. And, and I'm not saying that it could have been avoidable, but there certainly could have been measures taken. When you have a, a, a judge who was an 82 year old judge stand on the bench and say, it's one of the worst cases of abuse he's ever seen in his career. Uh, I mean, that's in the documents. It's, it's, it was, it's very powerful. For, for a judge who have seen thousands and thousands and thousands of cases over the course of his career to say something like that. So it is very uh, tragic. We'll be right back. Sholly Insurance Agency is an independent insurance company that has been family owned and operated since 1985. When you enter their branches in Lewisburg and Sealands Grove, you will be welcomed by local agents who understand your needs and want to help you find the right coverage at the best price. Locally based and community oriented, Sholly Insurance will help you protect what you love. Head to sholleyagency.com for more information. Sholly Insurance Agency, we are here to help. Miranda was only two years old when she and her sister were sexually abused by their uncle. The uncle, Rick Fernandez, pled guilty to two counts of sexual abuse of a minor and served a state sentence. While Miranda was abused, she was in a full body cast that greatly restricted her movement. The presiding judge said the sexual abuse in the case was some of the most extreme he had seen in his career. Fernandez was in and out of jail from 2007 to 2011 when he faced charges pertaining to possession of child pornography. He is now serving a 40-year sentence in that case. As we've discussed previously, Miranda's teenage years were filled with ups and downs. She first got involved in Satanism during these years. She was only 13 when she claims to have joined the Satanic cult. This was when she became heavily involved in drugs and with older men in the group. Miranda struggled with her schooling and substance abuse for several years. At 17, she learned she was pregnant. 
This was when she decided to get it together and moved to Coates, North Carolina. Miranda's daughter was born in 2012, the same year she met Elliot. Around this time, the story of the couple meets up with what we already know. They seemed to be doing well. They were working and taking classes at a community college. Miranda seemed to be a good mother to other friends and relatives. Miranda and Elliot Barber were married on October 22, 2013. The couple quickly moved to Sealands Grove, Pennsylvania to live with Elliot's friends. And we all know what happened from there. Personally, I think the social background of Miranda Barber is very interesting. I think it's worth repeating once again that by no means am I trying to excuse or minimize the murder of Troy LaFerrara. Obviously, committing murder is inexcusable. To me though, looking into the mindset and history of someone who is capable of committing such acts is worth the time and effort. It allows us to look at the case from a different perspective and consider how sexual abuse and mental health can affect people and the devastating results they can have. Thank you for joining us for today's episode. As always, we appreciate your support of this podcast. Please come back again next week. About Last Night is produced by Harv Productions, LLC.